Guess who's back? Discussion with Dan listeners. Sorry it's been so long. I got caught up in trying to make things perfect and waiting to do things, but hey, I'm not going to feed you a bunch of excuses. I'm just going to, you know, admit that was my fault. I should have just, you know, sometimes in life you just got to just gotta do things, right? And they can't be perfect every time. And I, I was holding myself back. So I apologize to, you know, the listeners that are out there. And please tell your friends I'm, I'm back and I'm, I'm still... You know, fun to listen to if you, if, if you like me. And thanks for being patient with me. If you're listening to this right now, I, tru- I truly do appreciate it. Um, can't thank my, my fans enough. Now that we got the my main apology out of the way, because I like to be honest and just apologize for you guys. I do feel bad about it. Mad, mad at myself for it. We're going to move, move on into the, the show, if you would. So I, f- I still feel weird calling it a show. I don't, it freaks me out. Um, but hopefully one day it won't and make, maybe, you know, Help me relax a little bit while we do this uh, do this show. Well, we're in studio. Whew, let's see those are big words for me. I actually got a business credit card the other day. Um, it says discussion with Dan on it, and I'm like super, super um, pumped. So now I could put expenses to so, like a new soundboard so I could have... That was one thing that told me back because I wanted to have two things to plug in um, quality headphones into. So that way I could pick up, if I had a guest in, they could have a mic right in their face. And we could pick up each other really, really well with this. And... The interface here just didn't didn't have that. Like I I could hook up two mics, but it would only read one at a time. And if it did read the other one, the other one was so faint because it wasn't giving any power to the mic. Um, it was it was holding me it was holding me up to say the least. And then once I admitted to myself, you know, you weren't really having too many problems with having just one mic and setting it in the middle and discussing it out. Like things things tend to work out pretty well for that. And then later on, get this this better soundboard and then. Up, up the quality as we go. Just I, I've, I feel like as a consumer myself, because I consume all sorts of shit, quality is key for me, and I always wanted to put out quality. Um, but yeah, so I got a I got a new I got a discussions with Dan business credit card. I think from uh, actually I don't think I know it's an American Express um, Blue Business Plus card. It always freaks me out when they have like ten different names in their card. It's like it's like a dog. And like, oh, it's a lab pit retriever rot. And you're like, oh, all right, man. So just. I feel like we're glad. It's a dog. We got it. Credit card. A business credit card, as I like to say. Um, so hopefully I could do more tax expenses on that and end up saving me money in the long run. It'll help me keep track of stuff like that. And also gives me a little confidence in using said card to um, put, like, gas expenses on there for if I want to drive to San Jose and interview someone. I don't have the limitations of being like, oh, I don't have money for that right now. I could put it on the business card and pay it off later on, and it keeps everything separate from me, instead of looking at something like, hey, how come I'm, like, $300 short this month? It's like, yeah, man, each trip to the Bay Area was $100 each way, or not $100 each way, sorry, $100 each time, because it's, like, pretty much two stops, and it's about 45 bucks each time I round up, um, if you get coffee as well, because it's a four-hour drive. Um, I gotta stop saying, um, I'm back on that. I was doing good in the beginning, I feel. It ends up, you go down there three times, you're at $300, $300 in the hole instantly. And my car is decently good on gas. I get about I get about 21 miles to the gallon when I go down there because it's all highway, which is really nice. A little off topic, although it is semi off topic on topic. The that or at least what I was saying was yeah. So I'm excited about having this credit card. Give me a good. Hopefully it helps me build my credit uh, as well. Um, I had really really good credit until um, we started trying to <laughs> apply for all these places and my credit got pulled a bunch of times and then uh, I actually ended up missing a payment on my Home Depot card. I thought I had auto pay set up. And I think I went all the way to the setup page and then never finished. And then the next month I was like, 
hey man, where's, how come, what do you mean I, I didn't miss a shit? And I went in there and I was like, yep. And I even tried to dispute it too. I was like, oh no, I had, I tried to like, I'm not gonna lie, I lied. And I was like, I had it set up and it didn't happen. It was a glitch on their part is like what I typed in the little message because you don't really get to write that much. And 30 days later, everything get back to me and it's, no, that happened. You missed your payment. And I was like, oh, you bastards. Because they were going to take it off if it ended up not being true. So I was excited about that. Um, one thing I'm big on with just doing credit advice in general is if it's stuff you're already going to spend money on, put it on the credit card and then pay that off. Because there's no point in not doing that if you're just going to use like your debit card for it because you're, gonna, you're paying for it regardless, right? And so it's showing that you have the money to pay for it right then, essentially. So put gas groceries, all these things on credit cards already, and then have it already planned to pay that off at the end of the month, right? Because you're planning to use that money anyway. What I would say don't do, or is not don't do, try to avoid doing, is if you're going to buy a TV, like don't put also, boom, $300 on the credit card, or like well, something I actually did recently, is me and Kaylee were walking in the tractor supply store, and we saw two beautiful kayaks, like two fishing kayaks. Uh, like two rod holders and like a third one you can hook up here and all this all this stuff came with paddles and they I think were two ten a piece or like two nineteen maybe and um, to get two kayaks for under five hundred bucks is crazy so with tax and all this stuff together I think it came out to like four ninety six so I was super pumped it ended up being under five hundred dollars um, but then you know you got to buy like life vests and all bullshit I instantly put that on like a uh, a different credit card I had gotten at the time. Because I was trying to expand my credit limit to help also build my credit score. Because that's one of the, the factors they say, at least on Credit Karma, it's one of the ones they list as like a main one, is how much money are people willing to lend you. Because if people are willing to lend you $50,000, they obviously trust you a little bit, right? And it adds up all the different ones, so I think that was also kind of cool. So I was trying to, you know, build how much people will lend me. And um, it did actually raise my score like um, a, a decent amount from over like the month span of doing this. So that's good. But yeah, a lot of people give out advice for like credit and stuff like that, and it's. I feel like this is a really bad advice to give. So I, this is why I say don't do this. Is they say, oh, go buy something really, really expensive, like a huge TV. Which well, I guess huge TVs aren't that expensive anymore. They used to be thousands of dollars, or um, you know, like get something for your car, get like you know an upgrade on your car, or buy some jewelry, or you know they, they say buy like furniture stuff like that, or a fr- refrigerator, something really expensive, and then, like, pay that off slowly as it goes because you have, like, you know, $3,000 payment or $1,000 payment, something big, and try to pay it off, like, quickly, but don't, you know, some people say make the minimum payment for, like, three months and then pay the whole thing off. It's, like, uh, you know, a way to, like, make sure you're not paying minimum payments the whole time. And I just feel like that's bad advice because I feel like it's bad to jump into the deep end of the pool. Like, I feel like try as best you can to stay in the end you can manage and that will, you'll never really be in debt, if that makes sense. It's okay to have, like, a car loan because there's you you got to get around having a car, a mortgage, things like that. But I would advise the people, um, young people listening, going like, oh, what do I do with credit cards? Is um, try to not do the big chunk one off the bat and then slowly pay that off. Because it is actually really, really nice to have a type of cushion on your credit card to where if something bad does happen, then you can do that, right? So... In this sense, say my car transmission blows out tomorrow, I can instantly go and go cha-ching and spend that money to get my car fixed. It's not a worry I have to have. 
Now, does that suck? Oh, it's terrible. I don't want to spend that money. I don't want to have that debt on my credit card. But it is 100% worth it to me to be able to make that payment and have that handled and have my car ready and have that state of security of like, no matter what, I can handle shit. I have, if my dog gets hurt, I can have that, you know, surgery and pay it off. And I'll have to be like, hey man, I don't have any money to pay you, Mr. Vet. Like, can we set up some sort of payment plan here? You know, because it's, I, I don't know. I don't ever want to have that looming over me and be like, hey man, if something bad happens, we are fucked. I don't want that to happen, right? I want to be like, hey, something bad happens, we can get it covered. Does it hurt us? Yes. But at worst, I have to make $50 a month payments on this, and I can, I can afford $50 a month payment on something like that. Instead of having, you know, and that's like doing the minimum payment. Do I end up paying hella more in the long run? Yeah, and that sucks. But having that ability, that cushion of being like, I need new tires right now because I ran over some something that popped them all. You know, some asshole threw a bunch of uh, jacks, you know, like, yeah, it's what's called playing jacks. They're like little things. Anyway, a bunch of spikes in the damn road and like pops your tires or something like that. Because, you know, there's asshole people out there that do that. Or there's glass in the road or there's screws that get dropped off trucks and shit. And you have to buy all new, because you, you gotta get to work, you know? Could I walk to work? Yeah. But there's other things I need to be able to do. I need to be able to transport things and such. So actually, I, I'm lucky I live in an area where it's like not too terrible to walk to work. Although it is gonna get hot this summer. It's gonna be like 110 pretty much every day in July and August. That's just what happens. Although it's a dry heat, so it's not terrible. But if you're in the sun, it don't matter how dry it is outside sun. You're gonna be hot as shit. I'm lucky though, for a small dude, I sweat a lot. Which I guess dehydrates me faster, so that's probably not good. But it maintains my temperature really, really well. Like, I'll be outside hustling in the backyard, and I'm I'm drenched. I'm sweating, man. It's But I'm not... I never once go like, Whew, man, it's, I'm dying of heat out here, so I'm really hot. I don't I don't get that. So that's, you know, I feel like a lucky thing for you to have. As off-topic as that is. So back to the, to the credit thing. Yeah, I would say... You mainly use credit cards on stuff you're already going to use that month, and just stay on top of it. Make sure you never go more than a couple, you know, $100 in the hole if you can. And one thing I know, like, this is on the credit card like thing, is they say keep it below 30% of your credit card um, limit. So that's one thing is, like, having more money being, able to lent, being lent to you is good because 30% of that is, like, so if someone's going to lend you $10,000, 30% is, like, is $30,000 or something. Yeah, I wish it was $30,000. is $3,000. So you kind of have that cushion before it starts, like, dragging down your credit score. But um, for the most part, if you kind of don't, if you if you end up not paying attention to your credit score, and you just kind of follow the plan of, all right, I'm buying gas, groceries, you know, going to the movies, stuff I was already going to spend money on, on the credit card, and then paying that off at the end of the month, or having it set up automatically to pay, like, $500 at the end of the month, because... You know, through groceries and gas and stuff like that, it's going to be right around 500 bucks, depending on what, what's going on in your life. And, um, there's a game with the, um, you just pay that, you have auto pay. Boom, automatically pay that off. I like to have it set up as soon as I get paid. So it's actually every two weeks, I have $200 transferred straight to my credit card. Make sure you never miss a payment. Auto pay is amazing. If I had to physically write checks every month, I would, I'm not going to lie, I would struggle with that. If it, you know, if I didn't get something in the mail, it's like, hey, you're, your things do, blah, 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 blah. And then I got to, like, send the check in right there. Like, that would remind me right there. But if they missed that that month and I got in trouble for missed payment, because Randy's called places. Randy's is um, my stepdad, if you would. But um, 
him and my mom got together when I was like five or something like that. So the the, the guy like who, who essentially raised me the most because he was around the most. Um, he's called his um, whoever sold him his mortgage sold him his mortgage lent him his mortgage. I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about instantly right now. But whoever was in charge of his mortgage and like bitched them out one time because he said, "Look, if you miss sending me this thing, I can miss a payment, and if I miss a payment, I'm gonna be pissed. So you better like." Make sure this doesn't happen again. Now, I'm going to mail you a check. It's going to be in this type of envelope. And, like, I think he went down and described it all. And, like, you know, the guy on the phone is not going to deal with any of that crap. But at the same time, it's good to have that on record of, like, hey. Because it's happened to him, I think, like, three times. And he called each time. And by the third time, he was, like, furious. <laughs> and uh, by that time, I was like, I feel like they did it on purpose, man, to piss you off. Uh, but, yeah, having reminders like that are huge. And having stuff that automatically happens. The only problem with that is that if you don't have the money in the bank and it automatically happens, like you can get either an overdraft charge or, like, a missed payment because it will cancel the, the payment. That's why I like to have it set up on, you know, every two weeks on uh, Friday because I get paid every two weeks on Friday. So as soon as I get my check, part of it goes to savings, part of it goes to credit card. And then later it goes from savings to credit card because I'm spending more than I'm supposed to and then I'll follow my own advice all the time. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. Speaking of those kayaks I bought, they're pretty sweet. Um, that's why, you know, I just couldn't pass up the deal because I know it's something me and Kaylee will use a lot, especially being so close to Shasta and Whiskey Town and Trinity Lake. And I think Lassen has a lake and there's Sacramento River down this bitch. Like, we got, there's water everywhere. Everything but the beach is right here, um, <laughs> which is awesome. I think there's Eagle Lake and Heart Lake are nearby. I don't know how far you have to drive for those. But Whiskey Town is, I think, 15 minutes away. Kaylee got a pass to that, although they changed their system. Before, I think you used to have a paper pass. You could swap it from car to car to car. People are trading left and right. Now you have to buy it specifically for your car, and they run your plate, which I think is better. Honestly, like, I don't... If you're going to use the park, man, um, use the park. Don't don't get around. It's like, people people tear shit up, and it costs a lot of money to keep parks and bullshit going. So I'm, I'm always pro-park maintenance and, like, park fees and stuff like that. And it's, you know, there's a $12 fee to launch your boat or to use the parking spots and shit like that, like, I don't mind. I've never once, like, bitched about that. Like, it's, to me, I'm all for it. And, um, I've definitely been the culprit, though, of driving down to the Whiskey Town and going, like, oh, shit, that's right, you need to pass. And then parking in an area where it's, like, on the side of the highway and then you hike down. And, yeah, man, I end up using Whiskey Town for free. But at the same time, like, I do do a little bit of damage to it. You know, there's, Never never have a rock go back in the same area, as they say. They're, uh, like, don't leave any rocks. Or uh, take only pictures and leave only footprints. And he goes, I don't know why I was going to leave every rock and turn and mixing that into that. But, yeah, take only pictures and leave only footprints. Um, like, still leaving footprints is bad. You know, I, I definitely piss in that water, and that water's crystal clear. But, hey, man, if I'm in swimming, I'm going I'm to I'm be a peeing. And I'm sorry about it. If I go in, if Daniel goes in your pool, he pees in your pool. I tend to not pee in hot tubs because I don't think I have to pee most of the time in hot tubs. I'm pretty warm. Something about the, the coolingness makes me go, hey, pee down. So I took these kayaks me and Kaylee bought the other day out. Um, they are fishing kayaks. So that, was, that was a good time. Although, I got to say, without the little uh, foot pedals that help you, you know, go and stay in place and whatnot, man, it is kind of a hassle, like paddling in place and then strapping your paddle to the side and then casting out there and blah, blah, blah. You know, and try to reel in while the because the wind starts to push you a little bit, or like the current will start to push you. Or you start to drift a little bit because you never came to you don't come to like a perfect complete stop when you're paddling. 
which is kind of a pain in the ass as well. Um, which I think I got to just start timing it better. It's where it's like I stop paddling and just kind of keep drifting forward, strap my paddle, and start casting. But the wind will start pushing. So sometimes you get like a perfect, at least it felt like this. It felt like nine out of ten times if I got a perfect cast out there, I was like, all right, perfect cast. The wind would like blow hella hard and I'd be like, oh shit, oh shit. And have to start like reeling in my thing and not be able to, because um, I like to use jerk baits a lot, which you have to pull on and make all this action to make them dance. And um, I wasn't able to do that a lot of times. So I was bummed because every time I was like excited about a cast, I felt like that was happening. Oh, that's just me being a little, uh, a little negative on things, which I try to do less and less as things progress. Yeah, because you gotta, you don't really want to paddle with your pole in there because like a fish does grab and things gone. I did duct tape part of a fun needle to my fishing pole. So that way, if I do drop it in the water, it floats. So that's nice. Um, but it, the coolest thing, honestly, about fishing on a kayak is, like, I, did, I enjoyed myself. I had a good time out there. I got a little summer on my thighs, but overall, the SPF 50 I slapped down on my white ass worked out pretty well. I tanned decently. The coolest part is I hooked a bass that was maybe a pound and a half, maybe. Like, that's, that's my max range. And it pulled me a good 15 feet while I fought it. You know, like, you kind of, my first thought was, if, I hooked something like a catfish or if I was going for carp or like a salmon, something that like will really like tug, tug you, tug you in, like they pull back. Man, I am going around town and it is going to be an interesting, interesting ride. I'm, but I'm, that's honestly, that's what I'm looking for. That's my strive to now to have a catch that big fish because I've always been the guy, I'm a numbers dude. I don't care if I'm catching crappie, if I'm catching bass, if I'm catching catfish, how many can I pull in? That's, you know, where the, the heart of it lies to me. Um, but in this kayak, it kind of changes because I really want to do hook. I really want to do. Uh, I really want to not talk that way. I would really like to hook up with, because I hear carp are fighters, man. Like, you don't really eat a carp. Well, most most cultures don't eat carp. I feel like uh, people say uh, there's a lot of Asian cultures that have no problem eating carp. I don't know why, like, white people are weird about eating a bunch of shit, but a lot of us are. I feel like I'd be down to eat a carp if it if it is actually, if it's not like poisonous, I don't give a fuck. I just feel like it's bony is what they say. Anyway, but they're known to be just poolers, you know, and fight the shit out of you. And they'll get tired and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to have a little tiny re- uh, pull on there. So that means me bent in half. And I think that could be a really, really fun time. So I'm hoping that that happens eventually, which in theory it should. And it's a great workout being out there in the kayak. Overall, I had a good time. I have a, that was my only bitch is getting pushed around by the wind. And trying like anytime I wanted the wind to work with me, it didn't. I was like, all right, I'm gonna sit back here, and it'll just push me down this shoreline. And I'll just keep casting on the shoreline. It like pushed me a little bit, and then it like turned direction instantly, started pushing me out of the cove. I was like, you bastard! I did make a little anchor that works relatively well. The only thing about it that doesn't work is like the retrieval method's kind of a pain in the ass. So I'm trying to think of a way to make it because I did it essentially with like a piece of like PVC pipe that's about a foot long stuck in the pole holders that are built into the kayak. My Sun Dolphin um, Journey S S10, I believe is the name of it. Yeah, that's right. It's classy. I just drilled a hole through that and like tied a piece of 40-foot um, paracord and then put that on like a 5-pound weight so that sits on the bottom. So I have about 40 feet of depth that I could go all the way down to, which is pretty cool. But I want to set up some sort of crank system so I think I could put, make like a T with that PVC pipe that I uh, tied, uh, tied that through. And have like some sort of system where it wraps around the top the top of the T, like the cross part of the T, and then I can crank that oh I could punch my mic right in the face. I wonder how that sounded. Whew. Whew. That was me cranking. I 
sock my mic. And, um, I don't know if I'll have to edit that out. I kind of want to leave that in there, otherwise I sound like an idiot. Anyway, and be able, to crank, be able to crank it up, or at least be able to have it stored that way so when I toss it over the side, it just kind of winds down. Although one thing I have seen that apparently works really well is using a retractable dog leash, though it they say if you want a dollar store, I went to the dollar store, couldn't find one, so I was relatively disappointed there. Also, to buy one that ends up being like 30 feet long, tends to be kind of expensive, like it ends up being like 20 bucks, which isn't terrible, but I'm not necessarily trying to spend money in a bunch of extra stuff, just to go out and be able to, be able to park it, I like to have the stuff at, if I can get a dollar store, I can, I got the paracord at the dollar store, the PVC pipe already had, the weight already had, you know, one thing I was thinking I could do as well, is because the PVC pipe sticks out about, um, not six inches, like three inches, so that way it's not all the way in the pole holder, because the pole holder's deep, is I could do something along the lines where it's like every five feet, I just kind of tie a knot with loop on it, and I can leave it hooked on that spike that's kind of sticking out. No, it's not a spike, but that the part of the PVC pipe that's sticking out and just have it looped together, and then toss over as much as I want, it hits the bottom, and then I loop up the rest, and I kind of... So if it ends up being 13 feet, I have to put 15 feet out of there, and I'll end up having like two or three feet of drag room, which I kind of like having it be where I'm not anchored in one spot, and it's super tight, and I'm right there. I like having that little bit of a uh, leeway room to be able to float around. Because then, it, you know, on a kayak, it changes your angles a little bit and makes things nice when you're anchored. Although, every now and then, the wind will blow and it'll flip you around. <laughs> like, anytime I was like, I would actually see a fish, like, swim in the water, I was like, hey, who's looking at it that way? It's like, he knew which way I was facing, because he might have, I don't, I'm not actually sure of that. And he'd swim out of the way, and, like, the wind would blow me. I'm like, you bastard, get back here. But overall, it was, it was a good time. I caught three fish. Two of them were ridiculously small to where if I would have it looks worse to post a picture of those fish than to say I got three and not have a picture of proof of them because you would not, you'd imagine it being bigger than they were. If you saw these, it's like you'd make fun of me. Like, you hooked that? How? Were you, were you, were you trying? I guess that sounds worse, but, um, like, there were, one of them was so small. It was, it was like a joke. And then the other one was like decently really small, but not terribly. And then the pound and a half one was, he was kind of long. You kind of see in the picture he's bigger than my foot, which I don't have big feet. I wear size nine and a half. I think those might be size tens because I got a Payless. Payless tends to have weird sizes. I think I bought work shoes the other day that because they were, they're like kind of Converse style, but they're not Converse. They, and the, they're really long. So I ended up getting like a size like seven and a half. And it's like, but it's like pretty tight on my foot, which I kind of like. I don't know what. It feels feel stable. But yeah, most shoes I wear like a nine and a half is how I, how I roll. Tens are always a little floppy on me for the most part, but those ones I think I think work well. I do have some water shoes on the way, so that'll be really nice. Because one thing, my feet get soggy in this wearing those shoes, so I want to have something that breathes a little bit. But I like having shoes on because I don't have callus feet really, and walk around too much barefoot as a child. And uh, they got kind of callus for wrestling, but it's really just your big toes that get callus from that, and it's gone away since then. So uh, I like having water shoes that drain really well because they're not like the old school water shoes. It's like essentially a tennis shoe, but the holes go all the way through it. So it's like the water drains all the way out, the pebbles come out in theory. So I have not gotten them yet, and uh, but I can't wait. It should be it should be a good time. That going on with uh, on the boat and fishing subject, I've started building my own pontoon boat. I'm going to use some 55 gallon plastic drums. And I'm, I plan to truck liner them, so that way they have this toughness, so if I bump into something, I'm just getting punctured on the first day. And that's one of the more expensive parts of this 
this thing is going to be doing that. I might not end up actually doing that. I might end up being, uh, just having like a spare one on board so I can swap it. But there's, it's going to be six by ten, so there's really not crazy amounts of room on this thing. And I got into, I bought a bunch of wood and I got like a barrel, because I only need one barrel right now to be able to measure everything, like get everything started. And something I didn't think about is that I need a, uh, like a ball hitch in my car. Like I thought about, oh, I need a trailer, but I need a ball hitch for that. And I thought I'd keep most of it built and then put it on the trailer. But essentially, it's starting to get a little too heavy for that. So I can't, I have to build it on the trailer because most boats, you know, you drop it in the water, you pick them on the trailer. No one lifts the boat off the damn ground and sets it on the damn trailer. So I'm, you know, looking into to buy a trailer right now and it's, I can't find one on Craigslist right now that's really in my price range. You can do what I need to because I need one that's like six feet long or six feet wide, which is, you know, kind of a bitch. So uh, I might get one from Tractor Supply Store, just brand new, man. If I'm going to end up spending 500 bucks, sometimes I look at stuff and I go, if I'm only going to do 500, I'd rather do 900 and get something brand new that works 100% well and has no problems and is exactly what I need instead of spending 500 bucks and then end up spending another 200 trying to alter something. So it's like, yo, man, you're already seven. Fuck it. You, you should have been, you could be happier right now and put it, bought it from an actual dealer and put it on a, like a credit card so you could pay it off differently instead of deal all cash like with goddamn Craigslist. And so I was talking to the guy at Subaru because after I did realize this, I was like, oh, I'll only be like $200 to get like a ball hitch put on my car because I, I have a Subaru WRX. So it could actually tow something that only, you know, didn't weigh too much. And he was like, oh, they, you know, we say about like 600 bucks, 650 And I was like, holy crap, that's a little more than I thought, you know? When, it ends up, when, it, when something's triple what I thought it was going to be, I'm a little bummed out, to say the least. So I realized that I can't, because I can't get the trailer until I get the ball hitch. And so it's this whole thing like, you know, I can't do A until I do B. I can't do B until I do C. I can't do, you know, CBA, whatever. And part of me is like, yo, man, just just pull the trigger, just go do it, and just go and just, part of me has that, like, voice of I can just go in the debt, man, and enjoy the boat while you have it, and just do it, and get your, your ball hitch, get your trailer, because, you know, having a ball hitch and trailer would be sick if we ever move, I, it'd be so much easier to move then, like, there's all these, there's all these positives that are in the back of my head that keep talking me into doing this thing, and, um, it, it's... And that, that's part of the reason I ended up starting doing it is I got, I got real excited about it and I was, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to do this. We're going to build this thing. Cause originally the outlook was it's going to be about $700 to build the boat, right? That's not bad. That's reasonable. That's with including pontoons and the wood to hold it up. And I want to have a roof you can stand on. So we're, we're going to have that. Although the part of this thing is if I buy the, if I buy the brand new trailer, it comes with a, like a back door on it that's six by four. And it's a little smaller than I want my roof to be, but it's all metal that's, you know, like, hardy and meant to, like, be walked on and loaded up on and used as a ramp and all that bullshit. So I could use, I could take that off of my trailer, use that as my roof, and then I have a hardy roof that will be lighter, actually, than all the wood bullshit, and I feel like I can extend it just, you know, a little bit if I need to, so I could have my 6 by 6 roof that I'd like to have, because I'd like to add a little support to my beams, for people, when people are standing up there, and, uh, I think I could do that and also extend the, the length of it, but I actually, honestly, I don't need to if I don't, if I, you know, I just have the tarp extend that far, and only have it so you could stand on a four by six, but I have the tarp roof part that, that pops out that far, and I think that would actually be the way it goes, so it's like, hey, you don't step on that green part, that part is just, uh, 
The part's just uh, fabric. It's just for show. You have it maybe on, um, what are those called? Hinges. Have a hinge back and hinge out. I would like that. Some locking hinges. Anyway, daydreaming again. But that, so that, that was the plan. Like, that's solely reasonable. I was willing to spend that type of money and, like, build it up and do that over the summer. And then I realized the ball hitch and the trailer together ended up being, like, under, like, 1500 bucks and then plus tax, you know. You're at another, what's, what's tax on 1500 bucks? $150? Right? Because it's, like, 10%. So it's not as terrible as I thought. But it's still a shitload. Like, it's more than I want to spend. And, yeah, I could go put it on a credit card now, but then I bought those kayaks. So it's, like, it's kind of hold me back a little bit. You know, that deal came up and was a little too flashy for something me and my girlfriend could do together really well. And, you know, it's also an exercise. Feels great to be out there in the sun. And uh, I, lo- I love fishing. It's always fun. Like, sometimes it's the most frustrating thing. It's like golf sometimes. Where it's the most frustrating thing you could do. Like, when I caught that fish, he ended up going up front and intertwining with all this bungee cord I had up there. Because it's, like, part of the boat so you can strap stuff down. Part of the, the kayak so you can strap stuff down. And he got all hooked up in there. And I was like, you bastard. Do you know how much longer... You're going to be out of the water suffocating because you tried to fight me, sir. Although, in his defense, he thinks he's going to die, which he almost did. I, when I put him in the water, like, he started the belly up. But um, I'm very, I try to be very gentle with my fish, and I'll, I'll hold them by their, their you know, mouth in, in the water and kind of swish them back and forth and, like, let them kind of catch their breath if you would make sure there's water going over the gills. I, sometimes I'll, if I have two hands at the time, like, I can't always do this in the kayak. But I'll splash like the water kind of in front of them as they as I move them through, so they get lots of bubbles in there. And I feel like it's very beneficial for them to be able to like catch their breath because they, you know, they're they're starving for something there, you know. And so they can't really move around to make sure they're getting like fresh air in their 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 gills and catch everything. So I hold them, you know, I'm, I'm shake them back and forth. These I let them go again. He starts to turn a little bit. I'm like, nope, we're gonna wait. And so I just I just held them there and kind of kept doing you know like a good like figure eight motion if you could. Um, like that was as wide as I could, but I couldn't splash any water, so I couldn't get too much oxygen in the water, so that was a little frustrating from moi. But, um, then he started to perk up a little bit, and I, I let him go. He still turned a little bit, because this is like two minutes now, and I'm like, oh man, I'm about to, I'm going to feel bad if I let this guy die, but if he does die, I had a plan that was I was going to kind of paddle him out to the middle of the, um, cove, and like let him float there so a bird can come pick him up or something. So that way I wouldn't feel terrible. Like, at least someone's beneficial. Maybe taking some baby birds. It's, you know, my imagination. And then I, I held him there for a little bit. And uh, he started to perk up a little more. And then he, like, gave me a little wiggle. And I let go. And then he, like, swam away nice and slow and steady. And I was like, all right, I think we're going to be good. And then I stayed in that spot for a while, like, fish, fishing up a storm. And I um, never really saw, you know, anybody float to the surface. So I, I assume he made it out well. One thing that was going on that was driving me crazy at this lake, though, is I don't know what was going on that day. I know it's spring, and, like, you know, birds are chirping, bugs are springing out of the ground and shit. It might be summer now, actually. But there was these little tiny black spiders all over, man. Like, I'm talking all over. Like, every time I looked down, there'd be, like, three on me, and I kept having... And I'm in the middle of lakes, so it's like, I kept having them, like, patting them down, get off me, you know, kill them. And then at one point, when I'm paddling back, the sun's starting to set a little more. And I look up, and I can see, like, in the, the glimmer of the sun, like, they're catching the glare, just tons of these little sink, silk strings from all these spiders. And so I'm just like, you bastards, what did the whole, you know, every black spider in the world just happen to, you know, give birth today, and their eggs are hatching, and just shoot out, because they were, and sure enough, I look down, like, right as I noticed that, and I'm 
covered in like three or four of them again. They're just little tiny guys, like literally baby spiders. And uh, I'm, so I'm poking them and killing them and then the whole pile back. I'm like, I'm really hoping those aren't like baby, you know, anything dangerous. And I got bit by one and then pumping it through my system as I kayak my ass off. But my back feels great from kayaking. I would say it feels, feels a lot stronger. It's a lot of, we have foot pedals on these things. Not foot pedals, but foot rests that help you like push your feet in the like paddle. So it ends up being kind of like a, because you're bent over essentially while you sit. Ends up being like a little mini deadlift the whole time you're doing it, if you think about it, because you're supposed to turn into it. And man, it's great for my shoulder when I stop turning into it, because I start like really using my shoulder muscles. And yeah, like my full shoulder feels amazing today, even though Zoe did bump my collarbone today, and that hurt a lot. For those of you who don't know, I've had, I broke my right collarbone twice in my life. One time recently, I think I was 21 when it happened, and I had surgery about this time last year, March last year, to get all the metal taken out. Everything went well, and I'm starting to get full use of it back. And um, shout out to Dr. Masters and Dr. Nguyen for just killing it. And um, I'm so glad I got the surgery, because it was optional surgery. I actually did not have to get it, but I knew my shit was fucked up. And uh, at first, when I went to the Kaiser in San Jose, because I have Kaiser, they were like, nah, no surgery, Like you're good to go, clear me to go home. I didn't have a wheelchair the whole time. I walked around the fucking shattered collarbone. And then when I went to the Kaiser here, they're like, we would strongly advise at having a surgery, although it's not necessary. But if you want full range and, like, full use and, you know, if you want to come back, you bet, like, I would recommend it. And I'm like, of course I want to, why the fuck would I not want to have, I'm 21, of course I want to have full range on this. This is my jerking off hand, I need this. And so, I got that done. And one thing they told me, as soon as I was coming out, they're like, hey, you're actually really, it was really good we went in there and did that because there was tons of chips everywhere. Like, the x-ray didn't show how bad it was because the chips can line up, you know, with the bone and stuff like that. So you can't see them all. And he's like, yeah, man, you would have been, we would have finished. You would have got like range of whatever range of motion back. And like once a month, you'd move your arm in some weird way. And they'd be like, yep, pinch nerve, pinch that. Ow, tendon getting cut to piss. And then they would have scoped it 10 years from now. And you would have all this calcium buildup and all this shit that they would have to clear up. And it would be 10 times worse. If you, if you didn't do this, like, your shoulder would have been wrecked. I would have been left-handed. I would have became left-handed. And, um, not necessarily what I'm trying to do. But, yeah, no, I like, I like having this. But, yeah, no. I hate when I say, yeah, no. Anyway, I like having this, these kayaks. They're about 45 pounds, and they, they get a little water in, so they're getting about 50 pounds. So it is kind of, you know, it's awkward to lift this 10-foot thing over your head because the weight's so distributed. But... After paddling all day, it's actually looking nice and warmed up, so you can get up there easily. It's when you first go to lift it up after working all day or not doing shit for, like, an hour, and it's like, oh, my back, oh, piss, this thing damn heavy. But, like, coming home, I was, it, it definitely weighed more, too, because uh, I know I couldn't get all the water out of it. I was like, whoop, what, ah, just put it, put it up there. It wasn't, wasn't too terrible. So that, that was pretty exciting. And then just tie strapped to the top, so it's, it's really not bad. And you're able to launch in, like, five minutes flat. It's really, it's super easy. Like, picking up is a little harder because, like, setting up the tie straps is a little more of a bitch. But when you're launching, it's so easy. You know, it's just, like, click the tie straps enough to get them off, toss them in the car, throw those things in the water, go park, come down. And with the kayak, obviously, you can get so deep into areas. You know, like, I'm so far into these trees. Like, I was going up behind them and stuff where you could never get into the boat. And, um, like, you can't get there from the shore either, so it's like you get to cast down angles and avenues that there's never been a lure down there because unless someone was on a kayak, which is, you know, great in a sense that you're not going to hook up on someone's line and bullshit. Like, there, the water had dropped, so there's 
there's like line that's caught in this tree. And at one point, like I went to cast, I cocked back and I got caught in the line, and I was like pulling on some bobber out of a tree. And I was like, damn, like for it to be a bobber, like water had to be way the shit up there. Overall, though, I would recommend fishing on a kayak. It's it's a fun, good time. It's not too hard. You could obviously relax whenever you want. It is a little annoying, like you run into certain problems here and there, but so is fishing in general sometimes, right? With like tangles are one of the most annoying things. Snags are crazy. And one of the first things I did when I got there is I cast in a tree, like the center of the tree, and had to like snap my line and climb in there and get to the motherfucker. Because that was a, a lure I really liked. A, a lure? L- lure? I, I was, I feel like I pronounced lures and lures really oddly. But it's a good time. I believe oh, today's Wednesday. Yeah, so I have I have tomorrow off work. I my plan is to kind of wake up super early and get out there and catch catch some bitches and then come back here and tell you motherfuckers what's up. Um, pretty soon I plan to. I want to get a T-shirt that says um, the the Shasta Master or the Master of Shasta, something like that, and just has like a, like a bath on it or some shit like that. And not saying that I'm the Master. Shasta, but I want to catch the master of Shasta. I want to find the Shasta master. Because there's a motherfucker out there that is the king bitch and runs the show. Because, you know, they're very dominant. And then eventually, I, then I'll be like, no, I've caught the master of Shasta. If, you know, once I catch like a 10 pounder, then I'll wear that shirt and be like, that's, no, no, I'm the master of Shasta. I know you go out there every weekend, but go fuck yourself. I caught a 10 pounder. Billboard digits is a huge thing. Although one thing that I do like having on the kayak is I like having... I've only done the fishing one time, so I can't say oh, I like having one thing more than the other. But having smaller lures saves weight and saves space. Like I took my whole fishing backpack out there when I did it, and it was hard to get into. I was worried about losing all my shit. I want to get some... I think they make plastic needle-nose pliers that float because they put like air bubbles in the plastic, so I would really like to look into getting those as long as they're not like $500 or something ridiculous. But yeah, like limit my, I've limited my pack now, this is my plan, is to one box. I get one box that's going to have a couple jerk baits or slash baits, whatever you want to call them, a couple um, like flashy spinner guys, a couple jigs, and no, nothing else too crazy. I have some worms and rigs like that set up already for it with a couple weights in there, maybe a bobber and some, I put some those really, really small eagle claws in there, even though I was just talking about going for a big fish. I like to catch bluegill and bullshit like that, too, and, like, crappie stuff that's like, tastes really good to eat as well. And so I want to be able to set those up with some bobbers, pop them out there while, like, I eat my lunch or some shit like that, because I, I bring, like, a can of SpaghettiOs out with me. Because I, I like to eat SpaghettiOs cold. Call me a freak if you want. Don't give a fuck if you judge me. That's, like, the only thing I don't care if people judge me on is the fact that I eat cold SpaghettiOs. Is that weird? I, like, I, I get nervous people judge me on music choice and, like... Um, like political preferences out of me, but blah blah blah. Um, close because I don't get fucked. Judge me if you want. Those are delicious. But yeah, so I like to bring out like a can of that, or maybe like a can of pineapple to prevent scurvy. You know, out on the seas, some PB and J. Like, well, I just snack on that real quick. I have something floating around with a, a worm on it. You know, I just gotta bring like a pack of worms, or you know, some like a little thing of power bait, or some salmon eggs, and it just kind of floats out there. Stick it in a little rod holder. They have one that's. Um, adjustable, it goes between your legs. But one thing about that is, yeah, it swivels, but it only works swiveling like two degrees one way and two degrees the other way. You can't go far left, far right, because it, your fishing pole will hit part of your boat. 
So it kind of kind of messes with you. I was getting a little annoyed at that. And one thing that's kind of cool about the the type, not kind of cool. I don't know why it's kind of cool. But one thing I got to figure out is how when I catch fish that I do want to keep and I want to eat, I have a stringer and shit in my bag, and I could I could string them up and attach them to my kayak. But I don't exactly have an area to attach them to my kayak. I'd have to. Whew, yeah, I don't really know where I'd go with that to where they couldn't like potentially like they all, you know one of them started swimming kind of hard like yank yank my shit. Um, and that's one thing, if you have them strung up, strung up and just hanging off the side, like, fish can kind of pull you around a little bit, man, I'm not lying, like, that, that little guy pulled me a lot. Every time he'd see the boat, it'd be like, like, I'd start to get him in, and my drag was going nuts, because I had my drag hello, because I, you know, like to have that, that fight a little bit. Um, and it's always a good indicator if you actually got a, got a bite, is if your drag gets pulled, because, like, snags don't pull, they don't pull back. Sometimes, alright, that's bullshit, sometimes they do. Sometimes, like, if you get a branch that, like, bends, right? And it's like, oh, I think I got something. And you, like, stop pulling for a second and it, like, snaps back. I've had that happen. I was like, damn it, it's fighting. Wait. Oh, oh, no, wait. Oh, no, it's only fighting when I'm fighting. Motherfucker, like, um, yeah, like, they don't pull out drag to do that. So, and it prevents you from, like, hooking the shit out of a fish and making it impossible to get the hook out. Like, and you can kind of just keep constant pressure, obviously, if you pull. But, um, I'd get them up to, like, the, the kayak and I'd be able to see any fucking, like, and then the kayak would jump like three or four feet because he just pulled us, you know? And that's with the weight transfer going from the the drag. Like, the drag is releasing some of that. So, it's if I had the drag tight and he went to do that, I feel like we would have been like, shoo! He would have... The, the bastards are strong, the strong bitches, man. They got they got a, quite the muscle on them. But imagine if, you know, every time you went to move, you had to use your whole body. That's essentially what fish do. They have to... Move your whole body. Do the, you have to do the worm, essentially, to get anywhere. It's You're going to be ripped. So, yeah, plan to hit the the lake for a little vacation, maybe July. I think it was 10th through the 14th. I can't exactly remember what he said. But Dylan and Colton and Matt, this whole side of my family, they go out to the Shasta area. I don't think I'm going to stay with them all the time. I think I might meet up with them and have them drop me back up the dock at some point, some those days, uh, depending on what days I can get off. But, um, I kind of plan to go show them up and show them, you know, how the master Shasta rolls. I guess I am saying that I'm the master Shasta. I gotta, I gotta cut back on that, because I'm, I'm not some crazy good fisherman, by any means. But, I, you know, I, I, I feel like I do alright sometimes. And I really want to get my boat completed by then, but I know that's not happening, just because I'm not trying to spend that type of money right now on the ball hitch and trailer, and then still have to spend another, like, $300 on finishing my boat. And then, that doesn't include actually getting an engine for it, which I was okay with. My plan was, I was going to build the boat for like 700 bucks, and then I was going to, I was okay with going into debt, like $500 in the debt, to get an engine for it, or if I even, if I needed to, like $900 in the debt to get the engine for it, so that way I'd at least have a nice, running, reliable engine, wouldn't get stranded out there, because that'd be terrible. So yeah, things are on just a little bit hold right now. Can't wait to get out there on the lake again, though, man, like I'm... As frustrated as it was to fish from a kayak, and when, you know, I was dragged into the tree, and we got tangled, and, you know, the wind was messing with me, I had a good time, I enjoyed myself, I, I like being out there on the, on the lake, it feels good, it's a good workout, I get some sun, I actually get too much sun, I remember to do my, in a kayak, your legs kind of pump up, because I always to sit on the kayak, so your legs are kind of bent, and so your shorts roll down a little bit, and I didn't do my thighs very well with the, the SPF if you would, and so my thighs got a little burnt, but other than that, like, I wasn't too, and I can't wait to get back out there, honestly, I think I'm gonna, 
I kind of went in the first cove I paddled into because it ended up being sem- like semi deep. I was really impressed. Like I, was, I went around the corner, I was like, "Oh, let's see how deep this first one goes," and it just kept going. And so I ended up staying in there pretty much all day. Caught a, caught the three fish I caught. And so this next time I plan to go into the obviously not turn into that first one, turn into the second one and have that be my first one. See how deep that goes and go from there. And then eventually I want to make it so it's like I'm paddling all the way down because I do. I start off from the Jones Valley boat ramp. That way. Hmm, what did I just say? Did that was that a bad message? Is running an automatic checkup. Don't do that. That's going to be bad. That looks bad. All right, well, we're going to finish this relatively soon. Anyways, work my way up the... Because Jones Valley Rap is in the pit uh, river part of the of Shasta, and that's like a really good fishing area. Um, my computer says it's going to run an update soon, and I think that's going to mess this up potentially. So we're going to call it a wrap. Oh, my elbow. Oh, Jesus. Oh, funny bone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I haven't done that in years. Okay, we're going to call that a show. Um, and uh, I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, shout out to anybody who wants to let me advertise for them. I would love to do so. I can speak well sometimes, especially if it's scripted. And, uh, oh, my goodness. Wow, I've been hitting my funny bone in a long time. Whew. Again, I appreciate any fans I have. You guys are amazing. Keep keep spreading the word. Leave a, a comment and a review if you can. And try to try to build this up. I do want to make this a regular thing. I plan to be out here and pub, pubbing out at least two a week again. That I'm going to try to make. A, I'm not going to try to. I'm going to promise you right now. I'm pumping out two a week. And try to hold me to that. Please talk shit on me on Facebook if you're a listener and you're not um, getting your episodes. So again, I'm sorry about lagging on the podcast. I've just accepted they're not going to be perfect up to bat. I feel like you guys have accepted that. And we'll, we'll be a good team. They will get better. I'll get better sound quality. And essentially for any solo one I want to do, the sound quality should be okay. Especially after I get a better sound program, better than the free Audacity, which Audacity is amazing. But you do get what you pay for. It's free. You know, they have better ones out there. They're better editing-wise, can take out more static and whatnot. So many thanks to you guys. And, you know, have a great weekend. Or it's going to be my weekend coming up. And... Do your best to get out there and, you know, maybe do some fishing, have some have some fun. Get, but get out of the house, guys. That's, that's my recommendation to you. Go out, find something you could do, and repeat it, if, if that makes sense. Find an activity that is repeatable and not having to be going and spend money, so much money each time. Find something that you could, you know, buy, buy something that you could reuse. That's one thing that's nice about video games, right, is Xbox. You work that thing forever. So, you, I guess it doesn't get you out of the house, though. So. Anyway, that was a terrible point I just made. Anyway, much love to you guys. Have a great weekend. I'm going to try to be out on the lake and then pop off another podcast talking about that stuff. So, if the lake stuff bothers you, I apologize. This originally was supposed to be about, you know, tips on me trying to do the fishing kayak one and, like, my boat building. But I ended up talking about credit off the bat, which is something I did have written down on here. So I do try to do, like, at least a sneaky topic in there talking about something positive, give some form of education or my opinion on some bullshit. And I hope you guys enjoy. So much love, and I'm hoping you guys have that good life and keep hustling and don't stop staying, don't stop being the positive now. Because if you do, someone's going to pass you up. Someone's going to get you. I want, I keep thinking about how many podcasts that, have started in the two months I took off not doing shit that are now far past me and I have to try to play catch up and like trying to relearn how to do this stuff. So 
much, much apologize to you guys and much love at the same time.